Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today, continuing our Once More With Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, today we are doing Season 2, Episode 11, Ted. Ted. This episode was first aired December 8th, 1997, written by David Greenwald, Joss Whedon, and directed by Bruce Seth Green. Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through. And then um, so far, I haven't seen any of these episodes. So you haven't seen this one at all? No, no. Okay. Okay, to be fair, I possibly do skip this one. <laughs> it depends on what sort of um, rewatch I'm doing. So mm. sometimes I'll do a rewatch where I won't skip any episode. Yeah. And sometimes I'll... Re- do a rewatch where I only skip the really, really, really bad ones. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the one where I, I just skip all the ones that I don't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is probably when I, yeah, it's yeah, I'll normally do this on a, on the second option that I said where I, where What's the second option? Sorry. <laughs> I missed those options again. Uh, yeah. So the first one is like, I only miss the ones that I really, really, really hate, like Teacher's mm-hmm. Pet, and there's another one coming up. Yeah. Um, and this is like in the probably the mediocre of the mediocre. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> episodes. But yeah, if I'm doing one where I'm skipping all the bad episodes, I definitely skip this one. Right. Forget it. Um, J- uh, John Ritter, guest star on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. so your overall, uh, so this, you did not, this is not a favorite of yours. And I'm guessing not no. at all. And rewatching. Oh, you know what? Like over the years, like it's. I think I hated this more when I first saw it, and it's because it uses the uh, the not now kiddo trope, mm. where you have that character where they're trying to tell the other person that there's something wrong, and everyone just ignores them. Says you know you, you're just being paranoid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really yeah. Buff, you're just Buff jealous. Awful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're just jealous. Um. Yeah, like that. Everyone just is like Buffy's wrong. That's oh, crazy talk, Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, no one believes her. Like, mind you, all of them are pretty much drugged. Apparently, <laughs> like they've all been drugged by his cooking. Yeah, some sort of sedative or something. He's yeah, not, not a hard sedative, just a suggestive sedative. Yeah, yeah. Which I never really uh, elaborated. No, on. no. So. It was just something that makes you a bit more pliable. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. but yeah, it's kind of icky. <laughs> <laughs> it's got plenty of that. Oh, yeah. Did you want to do the synopsis? Yeah, well, they get that out the way. All right. So, Buffy's mother, Joyce, introduces a new friend, Ted Buchanan, a computer software salesman. He tells Buffy that he's been seeing Joyce for quite some time now. Buffy becomes uncomfortable with Ted's 1950s sitcom mannerisms and is not impressed by his offer of miniature golf. That night... Buffy beats a vampire to an unusually bloody pulp before killing it, worrying Giles that something is troubling her. Buffy asks Angel for his take on things. He says that her mother needs a man in her life, and she should give him the benefit of the doubt. The golf outing goes poorly. When Buffy tries to cheat out of sight of the others, Ted notices and threatens her with a slapping. Buffy talks her way into Ted's workplace where an envious co-worker tells her that he is an unbeatable salesman they've even nicknamed The Machine. She also learns that he is making plans for a wedding in two months' time. At dinner, Ted denies the engagement but confesses to Joyce that he hopes they will. Buffy slips out for some slang and on her return finds Ted has read her diary. 
he threatens to tell Joyce about the Slayer unless she toes the line. She defies him and is slapped. In the resulting brawl, Ted is kicked down the stairs. Joyce declares him dead when she cannot find a pulse. The day after a talk with the police, Buffy is in a haze of guilt. Willow, Xander and Cordelia dig deeper into Ted's life, discovering Ted's cookies are drugged. Cordelia finds Ted has had four wives since 1957, all of whom have since disappeared. That night, while Giles patrols, Sunnydale High School teacher Jenny Callender surprises him and apologises for avoiding him. A vampire attacks as Jenny accidentally shoots Giles with a crossbow. Buffy finds a reanimated Ted in her room. They fight again, and upon cutting him, Buffy discovers that Ted is a robot. Ted knocks Buffy unconscious and escapes to find Joyce, but the damage he has sustained from the fight has left him erratic. Ted confronts and astonished Joyce, but as he malfunctions, he reveals his true intentions. As Joyce resists, Ted becomes violent and knocks her out. Buffy then awakens and knocks Ted out with a frying pan, killing him. Meanwhile, the Scooby gang investigate Ted's bunker, which is decorated in a 50 style. Xander finds Ted's previous four wives all dead. The gang returns to school the next day, with Buffy cleared of all charges, and discusses their discoveries about Ted. Apparently, the real Ted Buchanan was a sickly but brilliant inventor in the 1950s whose wife left him. In desperation, he built a robot version of himself. The robot kidnapped Ted's wife and held her captive in his bunker until she died. The robot then sought out other women resembling Ted's dead wife and repeated the process until he met Joyce. All seems to return to normality. Although Buffy, Willow and Xander and Cordelia once again walk in on adults kissing, this time the two being Giles and Jenny in the library. The end. Yay. Yay. All right, over to you, Eddie. Yeah, uh, what do I want to say about this episode? Oh, I've got a pretty good idea what you want to say about <laughs> it. But don't worry, Daddy's here. Oh, God, yes. It is that demonising the step-parent trope that's mm-hmm. also used quite commonly. Um, Gosh darn it. <laughs> He's just so lovable, isn't he? Oh, uh, um. So what what do I want to say about this episode? Yeah, what do you want to say, Eddie? Um, you know, it it does deal with, you know, domestic violence and child abuse. And I don't Whoa. know, it just kind of takes you out of the fantasy realm and it, like a lot of fans see Buffy as like, you know, it's it's escapist. Um and it it just I think this episode just cuts it a little too as Giles says, the the <laughs> the subtext very quickly rapidly becomes text. Hmm. So to speak. Yeah. Um, did you did you work out that he was a robot? Um, no. I, <laughs> I did not see that coming. Well, because they throw that they do throw in if there's a few little off He's the, a machine, yeah. I'm not wired that way. There's a few lines that he yeah, says and throughout I think it. Joyce, that Joyce says something like, Oh, every house should have one. Yeah, every house should have one, yeah. Yeah. So there's sort of these scattered things and the fact that he has like those really old fashioned yeah, that's not really a clue. Like a, a robot from the from malarkey. Who the hell says malarkey? Yeah, I mean that could be just a guy who was like brought up underground or something. It doesn't really necessarily mean he's a robot built, uh, you know, fifty yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a futuristic robot built fifty years ago. Uh, which can I just say is never is never. I think 
this was one of those episodes that yeah, nothing so, is really resolved yeah, properly, also, is it? It also takes so because you know Buffy, it's it's always been like this fantasy show, but this kind of takes it into the realm of sci-fi. Yeah. So. Well, I don't, I don't have a problem with that, but I, uh, my only issue is that it's it's not really resolved quite convincingly for me. So, uh, was he dead in the end? I mean, they said the police had dropped their case. So, what, the police knew he was a robot or he just ran away or he wasn't dead? I guess they just figured he would disappeared, but then they found, like, the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So, the Going case back was, yeah. 40 years. Uh, so, they're assuming he's not a robot? Or that, or that he faked his death. Or as I said, the the police are in on it. Remember, so they're in on the the weird going. Okay, on so it. all right, so that, so we're just assuming that they let Buffy off because they know she's a slayer. They don't know that she's a slayer, but they would have known he was a robot. <laughs> Let's just tell her. Well, that no he was one knew a... he was a robot. He just walked out of there, and uh, that's okay. He didn't. So, he didn't walk out. How did he get out? He didn't. They killed him. No, uh, when, that, when he uh, when he died, or when he you know, quote unquote oh, died like, the oh, first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, no. So I mean, yeah. that, as far as I knew, that was a dead person or someone who died, and then so what? They know he's not dead anymore. Um. Well, because Joyce sort of says at the end that oh, I hope I don't see him again. So is, is there an imp- oh, are implying that he's a con man who faked his death? Is that? Yeah, yeah. I think that I think the police have fed Joyce a different yeah. story. Yeah, and he built a robot how? Because <laughs> he was a brilliant inventor. Yeah. Y- yes, oh, but... <laughs> mind you, and, and it's this won't be the last time we get robots in, like these very... Uh, yes, these that incredibly... was one of the trivia things of this of this episode. First and not the last robot <laughs> yeah, there will be there will be multiple robots, actually, that yeah. come into it. Wow, look forward to those. <laughs> that become main characters almost. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. You know what else I did not like about this was actually the the B plot with Jenny and Giles. Yeah. Them getting back together, like their little thing that they they were doing. Um. But the the scene that really doesn't work is the one at the end where, like, where you have both Giles, like you have a fight with Giles and a vampire. Giles and Jenny are fighting a vampire. Yeah. And it's interplaced in with Buffy being strangled. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it just doesn't work at all. Mm. <laughs> like, like it's distracting. Yeah, because it just breaks the tension. Well, it's kind of lighthearted, uh, Miss Callender and Giles fight, because then she tries to shoot the uh, the vampire and gets shoots him in the ass by yes, accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even the vampire is coming a bit of a you know, cackle a at that. Laugh at yes. Yeah, and then you've got this quite serious. Yeah, because you got to remember, it's still. Like a forty-year-old man beating on a sixteen-year-old girl. Like mm. even in that, like the first scene when he hits her, and she's just like, "I so wanted you to do, do that, just so that she could hit him back." Um, mm. and then she has all that that guilt that um that she has after it going. Oh, you know, she killed a human. Yeah, mm. yeah, and she does, like it comes up quite often about whether. Being a slayer gives you the right to <laughs> to hurt humans because you are more powerful than them. Mm. You know, with great power becomes great responsibility. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, and we get the first appearance of the overalls of shame. Uh, those horrible overalls she was wearing. Yeah. 
So I always I call them the overalls of shame. It's whenever something, yeah, just tr- just tr- just trust Keep an eye me. For them. Just yeah. trust me. Whenever you see these overalls of shame, they're going to come up again. They're going to come up. Uh, again. Keep an eye for those. So keep an when eye. When she's out. really really down and depressed, yeah, got to put the overalls on. Yeah, or something bad has and happened. And ponytail. Yeah, she just needs glasses, and we got the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, the glasses. Oh, and ponytail. Uh, so was it the John Ritter character that was really off-putting you in this episode? The hey little lady. I couldn't stand I could every, see you squirming every every time, time. Every time he says little lady, and it's just that that super condescending um, and making sure that she's been put in her place mm. to make sure that that she knows what he really thinks of her. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, little lady. Well, you know, well, you know, I also have a thing with um, people taking away other people's names. Like, I, I hate when people um, decide to give other people nicknames, and I know we've had arguments about this before. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because um, you know, and it, in the AFL football culture, it's quite prevalent to give people yeah, every, nicknames. Every sporting culture has nicknames, you know. Yeah, but sometimes those nicknames are very, well, It's different very... than calling Little Lady or Cupcake or something like that. Yeah, they're, but they're, 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 they're kind men, of derogatory some, sort of... some men just think it's okay to, you know, be like Sweetheart and Cupcake and <laughs> Darling. Darling. I hear women say Darling or Love. Yeah, darling, it. it's, it, you know what, I don't mind it when it's... Babe. I don't mind it. Uh, babe, I don't... Uh, well, I've you, had a girl you... call me Babe before like in the shop. What would you like, Babe? I'm like, what would I like? Really? Wow. Uh, like, yeah. I get the love. It was like an and... older woman, so it's just like, yeah, what do you want? What would you like, babe? And I'm like, uh. But maybe like, babe, babe. No, that doesn't work either, baby. No, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, starters, I'm... call me daddy. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I have had to explain to people that giving nicknames to people can be bullying as mm. well. Um, You still don't think that's the case. but It, it depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Is my is my point, <laughs> um, and I never like like I never call people by their nicknames. Um, and there's a, and as I said, and I always introduce my like my name's one of those names that gets shortened to mm. all sorts of things over the years. So <laughs> that's why I think the the name thing, the nickname thing, actually gets to me because I've had a lot of. Horrible nicknames given to me. Well, we got, got. I mean, if you got like a ginger guy, you might call him Bluey. You know. Yeah. Is that yeah. all right? Like, Bluey. No, because that, like no? most of the time that they just stuck with that forever. <laughs> always a Bluey. He'll always be. A, I'm. I'm shocked that my dad was never a Bluey. Yeah. Well, you said if you could have called him that, but you know, you might have a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but, yeah, but yeah, the way that, that he's condescending. Ter- like terminology to her all the time is mm. yeah, little lady. Mm. It it mm. just grates. And peaked at the uh, don't worry, daddy's daddy's here. here. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is that he gets right on into like, and this is an issue that will quite often come up in with couples who have like kids from separate marriages and like whether or not. The step parent is actually allowed to discipline or parent 
The mm, child, but yeah. he pretty much comes in and he's decided he's going to be parenting. Yeah, he did the ground running. He didn't even uh, pause for a second. Yeah. yeah, he like straight up starts trying to parent her. Yeah. <laughs> in that like going, no, 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 no. That's not how yeah. this works. That's not. And Joyce lets it happen. And I'm, I will preface this by saying that I will never criticise um, a, a parent in in the real world. But <laughs> Joyce, Joyce is the absolute worst in this episode. Well, yeah, when um, Buffy tells her that you know he assaulted my, what do you say? No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't do that. No, he <laughs> nah, he didn't do that. Okay, <laughs> he did no such thing. I think. Was uh, can I ask where does she meet these guys? <laughs> um, how did how did they meet? I mean, what? Well, she said that he came into the gallery to. To do some software, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, in that same conversation, Joyce starts going on about um, being a single parent, um, and how hard it is to meet men and blah, like, mm-hmm. like to the point Buffy like finishes the 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 her sentence for her, and I'm like, who does that to their kid? Like, isn't like, why would you do that to your kid? What, what, sorry, what did she do? Um, like she's saying, like she's going on about how hard it, like pretty yeah. much blaming Buffy. Oh, okay. Blaming her kid for the reason why she's single. Right, okay. Right. And I'm just like, who does that? Like, yeah. That's sort of an absolute. And it's obviously something that she's said a lot because Buffy finishes the sentence for her. Mm, so it's something yeah. that Joyce has been saying constantly to her. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I'm just like, you're the fucking worst in this episode, Joyce. And I know she is. She is being drugged. Like, I'll give yeah, her that. okay. We'll, we'll let her that by one slide and this, again. And this one won't like. And it's, I don't know. But the other thing is, she's either she either falls on one side or the other because sometimes she's just not there. This is the first time we've seen her in like five episodes. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, the whole commotion of them fighting upstairs didn't seem to draw any attention either. No, until later. Oh, the yelling and screaming. Like, where is where is Joyce? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, this guy's walked into a room as well. Like, yeah, like he spent, like, he would have spent several hours in Buffy's room. Yeah, because he was waiting for her. Yeah. Yeah, and George should have been like, oh, where's. Who lets, a, like, a, a man you barely know spend hours in a. In your, your daughter's, daughter's bedroom. <laughs> your teenage daughter's bedroom. Yeah. Snooping <laughs> around through her stuff. Yeah, but what was she doing? Like, watching TV? Like, oh, I guess. I guess Ted's just upstairs rummaging around our house. <laughs> yes. Okay. Nothing. Nothing to worry. About, nothing to see here, but ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're yeah. all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this episode also fits into the. There's sort of this common theme throughout season two of people not not being who they say they are. Mm-hmm. So you know, like in Inca Mummy Girl, mm-hmm. Parda pretending to be. Yeah. Inca mummy girl pretending yeah. to be in Parter. Got the in Reptile Boy. You've got those frat boys pretending they're these lovely nice guys. Yes. <laughs> but they have like a torture rape dungeon mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. De- demon penis thing <laughs> going on. <laughs> um Halloween, you have Ethan Rain pretending to be a, a costume shop, shop yeah, salesman. Costume yeah. shop salesman instead of an agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, lie to me, you have um, Ford pretending to be Buffy's friend, but trying to, but then selling her out. 
Um, and again, in the Dark Age, you find out about Giles. Giles isn't who he says he is. Oh. Um, yeah. So Giles being Ripper. Also <laughs> having the name Ripper. Yeah. Um, and I did mention about Buffy and killing humans. Yeah. And the consequences of, yeah, this this is also something that comes up quite often. Um, but Buffy does tend to kill quite a lot of humans <laughs> that they don't really talk about much. So mm, yeah, because and I th- I think it's okay if they try to kill her first. Is that? Um, yeah, I guess um, provocation has to be there before you can yeah. kill someone. Yeah, because so those order a truck. People like two of those were human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that didn't seem to be an issue. Um, and then there was the those um, in, you know, some assembly acquired required uh, required required some assembly required <laughs> required. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he was human technically. Yeah. Yep. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Who else? Like, I'm trying to think of other. Uh, I don't. That's all I can think of at the moment. I oh, know there's more. Uh, there are more that come come into it. So. Yeah. Um. And what rabbit hole did you go down this uh, week? Derek? So rabbit hole, Captain and Sunil. Um. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's Captain. A. It's one of those bands that you know but don't know. So I'm like, okay. So I heard this song plenty of times, and uh, yeah, I never knew that was them. Uh, but uh, it went down the rabbit hole of television. I think mainly, um. Oddly enough, on a TV show. Uh, so John Ritter, uh, John Ritter's father, Tex Ritter, worked with uh, Joss Whedon's father, Tom Whedon, on uh, lots of TV shows. Uh, uh, Tom Whedon was a writer, producer, and uh, lots of TV shows during the 50s and 60s. And Tex Ritter had made dozens of films. There's lots of, uh, lots of westerns and stuff that he made. Um and I don't know how, but then I got onto Mary Tyler Moore for some reason. I started <laughs> looking her up. Um, yeah, completely unrelated, but just looking. Like, I haven't really seen many of her shows. None of them are really syndicated in Australia. No, so not at all. I, yeah, I don't think I saw anything of Dick Van Dyke, although I know Dick Van Dyke. I think he had another he had show. He had a different show later on. The Doctor Mysteries yeah, or the, something? Yeah, the Dick He's, Van Dyke Mysteries or yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, that's about all I know, but yeah, the Mary Tyler Moore, I know the name, you know, from the Weezer song. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, and I'm Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore. Moore. Um, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just, it's just an interesting career she had. She only, she passed only a few years ago. Um, we also mentioned John Ritter passed some time ago too, so that was not oh, long yeah, after this was, episode. Oh, yeah, he was, he uh, was, yeah. Well, about four or five years after this episode was aired. Well, yeah. Longer, but a bit longer, six years, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she only passed recently, uh, Mary Tyler Moore. And, yeah, just an interesting career who ha- she had with TV. And I just sort of, as I was chatting with Eddie earlier, uh, the polarizing characters that she played from the Dick Van Dyke show to be the perfect uh, perfect housewife. nuclear housewife to the free independent woman working on her own in the 70s with the Mary Tyler Moore show, uh, which was produced by James L. Brooks, who would go on to produce Simpsons. And there were actually countless spin-off shows from uh, Mary Tyler Moore yeah. as well. I think there's about half a dozen or something. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the a lot of the characters went on to have their own shows and quite successful ones too, like lasting a few seasons. We want to call it successful. Yeah. Uh, kind of like Happy Days. Yeah, yeah, kind of like yeah, 
Yeah. And can no, I just no. mention, uh, she's quite pretty too, Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Um, so why were you watching Prince? <laughs> oh, Prince. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back to 1991. I was oh. 11 years old, and mm-hmm. I have some sort of awakening at this stage. And there's a video clip called Cream, <laughs> right? Yes. And these two beautiful dancers are on there dancing with Prince, and I just had an absolute epiphany when I found out. That he had the two girls that he had, diamonds and pearls, it's that danced with them. It's Miss Jenny Calendar. And it's Miss Calendar. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Holy hell. It's her. And I, I rewatched that video clip, which i got to say, I haven't seen a video clip in, in a long time. And um, I've never been to a dry hump orgy before. <laughs> but I'm guessing it would look something like that. Yeah, because I was watching it, going, "Oh, I think he's, I think he's caught on that. Uh, that Jenny Calendar is one of the yeah pearls. Is she pearl. was pearls. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. It was her. It was her. Oh my god. Yeah. So I did already know this. Yeah. Um, I know. I had no idea. Uh, he. Yeah. And she. He. <laughs> at one stage when he like stopped talking, uh, he. She used to talk for him. Yeah. Yeah. I heard some weird stories too. They were his sex slaves or what. And um. <laughs> She she became a nun. Okay. I remember her <laughs> hearing that that after after him they became a nun. I do remember a story of them first meeting, and I don't know if it was her. T- it was one of them telling the story, so I don't know which one it was. And it was something some story about them getting in a cab in New York, and then one was he was going uptown. I'm going downtown, and he paid for a taxi and dropped her off uptown. And then she found out later it was Prince. I don't know how true that story is. I remember seeing that somewhere. I mean, he had a song called Diamonds and Pearls, which he sang about them. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what happened to their characters or their personas, uh, apart from the fact he made an album about them and toured for a bit. And, uh, yeah, Miss Calendar went on to be to join uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who would have known? Yeah. And uh, so, I, uh, he, She's in a lot of his um, film clips. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Hmm. So I used to think they were twins, Diamonds oh. and Pearls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I did not. I did not think that. But no, well, because they they always dress similar, yeah, and have similar hair. But if you just you know look for an extra second, I mean, just back in the day, I'm talking about. Like I, mm-hmm. I initially thought they were twins, and someone pointed out you just need to open your eyes a little wider. Yes. Stop squinting. <laughs> All right. Do we want to go into? Have we gotten out of the rabbit hole yet? <laughs> um, I, I think that was out of the rabbit hole. Um, All right, let's go on to question time. All right. Ready for this? Question time. Answer the question. All right, let's go. All right, which was your favourite character? I think I like Ted. <laughs> yeah, Ted. <laughs> All right. Um, no, Buffy's good in this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm loving Buffy in this one. Um, which character do you love to hate? Ted. <laughs> yes, Ted is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what favorite character? Character you love to hate? I like. I he's my favorite because I hate him. Yeah. All right. Okay. What was the most memorable fight scene? Uh, I think the fight scene in the in the cemetery where she's absolutely absolutely beating the crap out of the vampire with a trash can. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beating him to a bloody pulp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that 
I, I really like the fight, the first fight with um, Ted, when she's just she just wanted him to hit her. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty tense because you don't really know because he like cause, well when you're first watching you just think he's a regular. 40-year-old guy just beating on a 16-year-old girl. Well, you know he's something. Like, you suspect that he's oh, something, he... but you're not sure what. Like, some sort of demon or well, something. He... Yeah. Well, or just, you know, believe it or not, Jared, there are possibly some men out there exactly like that. But no, he seemed to be taking the hits, like, not like a human. Yeah, So yeah. I knew he was something. And he and he did hit her pretty hard. Yeah, like, like he knocked her out. Hard. Like, yeah, so I just knew he was some, they were, you know, yeah, demon of some sort. Yeah. Um, LOL moment. I, I when I was rewatching it again, you heard me like crack up laughing, and I think it is the "Don't worry, Daddy's here." <laughs> My vagina uh, when he says that just goes so dry; it's like a desert. It's just all the moisture. Mm, yeah, it's just- yes, <laughs> nice. Uh, also, maybe yeah, the the scene where uh, Miss Calendar and Giles are uh, trying to fight the vampire, and she suits him in the ass with the arrow. It's not quite in his ass, but it was saying it's in his ass. Yeah. 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 I have the um Buffy says to Jar like the the one in this this is in the cemetery. Um Buffy's like, any others? And Giles is well Well for their oh, sake. Well that was gonna be my quote actually. Oh yeah, well for their sakes, I certainly hope not. Um you don't normally beat them to a bloody pulp beforehand. <laughs> Everything all right. And no extra charge. Who gets the wooden spoon? Oh, it's gotta be Buffy's mum. Joyce, Joyce, yeah. Yeah, Joyce. Absolute wooden spoon, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She's mm. she should actually get worst mother of of the <laughs> in the world award in, for mm. this episode. Yeah. Okay, I'm being pretty harsh on <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she was pretty t- she was pretty awful, yeah. Yeah. I I pay that. Okay, favorite scene. Uh yeah, maybe the gather mini golf scene where he, you know, confronts her and just sort of comes out of nowhere too. Like you see Buffy throw the ball in the cup and she looks around and he's like standing there, you know, with these ominous glasses on. Yeah. Yeah, staring at her. Like he's just coming out of nowhere. Like you, you looked around. How could you not seen him? <laughs> her peripheral vision again is is failing her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorite scene of this episode is with, uh, Xander, Willow, and Cordelia in Ted's torture dungeon, like torture uh, bunker. Mm-hmm. And Xander's like, "What you, what you got in the closet, Ted?" And he opens it, shuts it really quickly, and then then's like, "Let's go." And everyone's like, "But we need evidence." And Xander's like, "Yeah, I got it. <laughs> we got it." And they're like, "What's in there?" He's like, "His first four wives." Mm. Yeah. The way that that's seen. It's also the fact that you don't see. Yeah, you what, don't see it. You don't yeah. see what's in the closet. He just quickly opens. He opens it, shuts it, and walks out. Going, nah, we've we found what we're looking for." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, least favorite scene. Uh, maybe the angel scene. Oh yeah. Like we've got to have angel in this episode, so. Yeah, and yeah. they're just making out, and yeah, he's like loneliness. Your mum's really lonely. Mm. Loneliness is bad. Mm, Your mum should be happy. Give the guy a chance. Yeah. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate the like the um when Ted's doing the again it's the mini golf before the he's gonna slap her face scene. 
And he's like, you know, the rules are the rules. And what we teach her is what she takes out. In this, It's the fact that it says what we teach her. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, straight away with straight a parenting Straight away. This, this is what pisses, like I get pissed off by this because he's sitting there going, what we teach her is what she takes out into the world when we're not there, whether it's at school or at an unchaperoned party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and Joyce says nothing. No, like, no, oh, you're, no. She, she agrees goes, with him. No, she's like, oh, he's got a point. I'm like, <laughs> no. Excuse me? No, he doesn't because he used the word we. Mm. You're not a, he's not a parent. He's not, he's not her father. He doesn't get to use that term. No. And if if I was if we'd split up and we're dating someone and some and a guy said that to me, I'd be like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the this wee shit you're talking? <laughs> yeah. Um favorite quote. Uh well, I think that was the one you said before when uh Buffy was beating up vampire and she's like, Any others? And but, and Giles replies, well, for their sakes, I certainly hope not. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've got the same, well, my favourite quotes when, um, so Giles interrupts, uh, like Buffy's going on about vampires being in the park and then all of a sudden she starts going, and then they're making mini pizzas and they're in your kitchen and everyone's, <laughs> <laughs> and Giles interrupts going, uh, uh, Buffy, I, I believe the subtext here is rapidly becoming, uh, Text. <laughs> Are you sure there's nothing you want to share? <laughs> mm. Um. All right. Who's the MVP of this episode? Um. Guess it has to be Buffy. Though I did th- find Xander. Um. Well, he didn't really do much, really, did he? No. No. I think it's Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Though, again, Ted, I mean, <laughs> abducting four women and keeping her trapped for 50 years and not getting yeah. caught. I guess he I would did have thought maybe, well. maybe Will- Willow does some good investigating in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she somehow works out what what's in the cookies and finds where his bunker is and, mm. yeah. Um, Best Cordelia freakout moment? Oh, that's got to be at the start when... Xander says, hey, you look great. And she starts, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? What did she say? I think yeah, you got it I, down. I it. gave you a compliment. In front, oh no, this is after it. He's, uh, he like chases after her going, what's what's wrong with you? I gave you a compliment. And she's like, in front of your friends? They're going to know. <laughs> He's like, no, what? Please, it's too traumatic for me to even say. <laughs> yeah. I can remember that school, like, you know, not you know, seeing a girl, but you don't want everyone else to know you're seeing that girl. <laughs> and she didn't want you, want, you want to keep it a secret for some reason. Like, everyone's kind of embarrassed to know other, you're going out with someone. Okay. Do you remember that? No? Well, not really. Not really? No? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Oh, that would sometimes you know, hesitate, you know, starting a relationship with somebody like, oh, no, everyone's going to know about it, you know. Oh, I, don't <laughs> want, I don't want everyone to know. Yeah. Um, what do you rate the episode out of 10 using something from the show? I think I'll give it three daddy's homes. <laughs> Daddy's here. 
Yeah, out I'm, of ten. I'm going to go four four out of ten ecstasy lace cookies. <laughs> yes, the nice ones. Oh, and just and just a uh, a um a revise on the episode we did a while ago. I mentioned the Kurt Cobain glasses that Buffy wears sometimes. Yeah, and I did sort of mention that, or oh, suspect that maybe you know Kurt Cobain didn't wear them that much, and it was just for that photo shoot. And upon just doing a little bit of research, no, he wore those all the fucking time. <laughs> it wasn't just a one-off thing, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a clarification on that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, mm. Anything else you wanted to add? I think we're done. No, I don't stand for that sort of malarkey in my house. Gosh darn it. Oh, let's wrap it up, Eddie. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for this. Thanks for listening to us. We are Nerd Subculture. You can find us on... Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can email us at nerdsubculture at, at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, or on any of the social networks. So, yeah, share, like, subscribe. Yeah. Send a hello. Rate we'll us. catch you next time. Interact. Bye. See ya. Arg.